Well, here we are. This is Danny from Hello. Florida. Well, Tim, this afternoon. This Mitch, is Bill from Maine. I see our guest Mitch is, is here. Mitch, yeah. how you doing? Hello. Yeah, we're here. All right, Bill, what's up? Glad to hear from you, Mitch. Glad you joined us. Well, I need to apologize. I made a mistake last week. I'm sorry. As soon as I said it and finished it, it wasn't right. So before we get into the whole deal, I've got a joke to tell. So you two boys listening? I'm listening. Mm -hmm. Okay. There was these, these three men. They died, and they'd all gone to hell. So they're talking to Satan, and Satan says, you all get one phone call. But it's a thousand dollars a minute. <laughs> so the and the men are from Texas, Florida, and Maine. So the first man from Texas gets on the phone. He makes his phone call. He talks for ten minutes. He looks at Satan and says, "How much do I owe you?" Satan says, "You owe me ten thousand dollars." It's a thousand dollars a minute. So he paid him. So the man from Florida gets on the phone, makes his phone call. He talks for 30 minutes. It's done. Looks at Satan. How much do I owe you? He says, $1,000. So he pays him. Well, the man from Maine gets on the phone and he talks for four hours and 45 minutes. He looks at Satan. He says, how much do I owe you? Satan says, five dollars. <laughs> the other two men look at Satan. The other two men look at Satan and say, wait a minute. He talked for over four hours. How come he only has to pay five dollars? He says he's from Maine. It's run by Democrats, so it's a local call. <laughs> see, that, see, last week, Bill, I think you went down the wrong trail. <laughs> yeah, I did. I went down the wrong trail. I screwed it up. Thank God. And as soon as I was done, I knew it was. I got, I got a question for you guys. Oh, How was bad. hunting yesterday? Did you get lost on Neil's trail? I think, I, I think Billy did. I did. <laughs> I tell you how Mitch 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 found uh, a new trail. He got to walk on yep. Bill's trail. Crosses Neil's trail again. So what happened? You get lost. <laughs> <laughs> that I started out on Bill's trail, and I'll be doggone if we didn't cross Neil's trail. Jeez. <laughs> so this week's topic, Bill, is. This week's topic, we're all going to talk, you know, throw three things out there that Donald Trump has done good as president before the big election on Tuesday. So I'll start with Mitch. Give us one, Mitch. So I would like to mention that he's been, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, <laughs> selected for... Um, now I'm Nobel Peace Prize. Nobel Peace Prize. That's what I was trying to say. Doggone it. Because see, that's no one knows about that yet. Because the mainstream media won't post it. 
typical yeah. media. They won't. But he only he doesn't stuff. have one Mitch. How many does he have? He's got two, don't he? Three. Three, three. Nobel Peace Prize nominations. Nominations. That that was the word I was trying to find. Nominations. See, yeah. I'm drawing a blank. Blank. I think I. I think I well, was on Neil's trail for too long yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully he wins one of them if he's been nominated That's that right. many times. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, he, he's done a lot of good things. You know, um, Israel, he's trying to get peace there. He's he's trying to get peace, you know, throughout the country. I mean, he hasn't, he hasn't sent anybody to war. He's pulling troops back. That's right. You got you got to remember when he was when he was elected. How many people said, "Ah, oh, we're going to be in war. Oh, we're yeah. going to be in war. We're going to be in war." war. Three, they said. Yeah, well, that's a that's a good one, Mitch. And like you said, the media don't want to report on it, but that's the way they work. So, well, Danny, this one, I what think do you is got? The mo- one of the what? most important things, not the most, but one of the most, and that is he has nominated, and they have. Uh, landed three Supreme Court justices in yeah. the Supreme Court. That's a good one. Yeah. Isn't that well, if I, if I can piggyback onto that, don't forget also 220 justices in the federal. Right. And I think, right. I think the superstar we haven't seen yet is going to be in the name of this great, very intelligent woman, Amy Coney. Barrett. Yeah. Well, so basically, with all these appointments, he's reshaped the federal judiciary. Well, system. the only problem is if we don't get out and vote, you know, the the Democrats are going to pack the court, and that's going to change everything. Well, true, but you can't remove these. People that's already been put into office because it's no, lifetime. So they could add nine so even, liberals to the court. So even if so even if Trump did lose two twenty federal judges, three three Supreme Court justices, so two hundred and twenty three justices will right. remain which is, which is no a matter how they outcome. In four years. Right. Yep. Right. Yeah. Well, I got one for you, and it kind of goes with, you know, Mitch talked about you don't hear about it. You don't hear about it. Uh, Do you know that he had a big influence in helping the United States win the bid for the 2028 Summer Games in Los Angeles? I didn't even hear that one. And I don't even listen to the lamestream media. I don't either. (laughs) Yeah. So... There's there's another one that quietly he helped do, and nobody wants to, you know, give him any credit for. What else you got, got Energy and the environment. He has made America energy sufficient so we do not have to rely on the Middle East any longer. How does that make you feel? Makes me feel pretty good, because I think also... In that line, wasn't didn't we like for the first time and since the fifties be a natural gas? We supplying natural gas to people. Mm-hmm. Hey, do you guys, you guys realize that um, uh, mo- a good percentage of your electricity is being generated by using by natural oil. gas, natural gas, oil and gas, natural yes. gas. 
Oil and gas. Yep. That's, so, that's right. It's huge. And what's what's yeah. the price of gas at the pump up there in Maine? Turn around. Turn around. Uh, we're at. Yeah, two. We're at one ninety-five. Like Do you believe that? I would have thought we'd be around six dollars, but because of our great president, we're around two dollars a gallon of gas. Which. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We was around three dollars, almost four, when Barack Obama was president. Billy, at one time. Well, yeah, look at California. Right. They around six, right. seven dollars for, for a gallon of gas in that liberal state. Yep. Yep. And they, and they still yeah. making enough money to pay that debt. <laughs> so, Danny, what else you got? Now, I think one of the hugest things that he has done for this country is it's two part our economy but how he got our economy going is he brought back jobs to this country he put tariffs on china he put he changed the nafta deal he has brought jobs here and the economy was rocking before the pandemic and guess what it's on the climb right now and it's rocking right now yep yep it was you know, before the pandemic, it was a damn good economy. One of the best we've seen in, in a long time, if you think about it. Yeah, well, if I could, you know, piggyback on your unemployment. Well, wait a minute, uh, listen. Your listen. employment and jobs. That's my call. How many times did I go hunting with you guys and we take a little nap before we went out to sit in the afternoon? That damn clock wake me up. <laughs> what pisses Danny off? <laughs> uh, well, on the employment thing, you know, women's unemployment rate was the lowest in 65 years under Donald yeah, J. Black Trump. And Hispanics, they were all doing yeah. real well. We were all doing well. You know, I was lucky enough that I was, what do they call us workers? Essential worker Essential. that I was able to keep working through this pandemic, but I not not yeah. without risk. Yeah, you're, I, I, you're, you know, I'm in the public. I could have easily, I could have. You're yeah, essential, all right. I could have easily yeah. caught the pandemic. So far, pray to God, I'm blessed. I tell you right now, He's blessed me. I haven't caught the pandemic. I mean, uh, virus. And you know, and you know, with also. The new unemployment claims before the pandemic now, the new unemployment claims was at a 49-year low. But, you know, and there was 39 million Americans yeah, lifted off food stamps. Uh, Obama and uh, our, we're in the basement, Biden took credit for that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay, well, you say so. so what I'm you gonna, got next? You got one. That, and I want to say that the foreign policy that, that Trump <laughs> has, has really generated it has been something out of this world because, A, he's the first person that ever stood up to China. The very first politician, period, that's ever stood up to China and said, look, you're not going to rip us off anymore. They were stealing our secrets and producing products cheaper than we could even think about producing it. So Trump put a tariff on them saying, look, if we're going to pay tariffs to you, you're going to pay tariffs to us. And now it's fair 
and he's brought billions of dollars back to the United States from China. I got a question. Okay. I got a question, Matt. Yeah. Yep. The pandemic. Do you think that was intentional because of well, the tariffs and the way Trump I'm was gonna, treating China? I'm, I'm going to tell you this, and it's going to piss a lot of Democrats off. I really think that the Democrats were involved on this. You know, the ones that are trying to take Trump out, I really think they were in cahoots with China to get this pandemic going so that it would ruin Trump's economy. And it's done that temporarily. Well, I think think his economy is coming back and it's coming back strong. And I think after the election, when he wins, I'm saying when he wins, not if, there's no if. When he wins, mm-hmm. you're going to see the economy boom because he's going to put special things on these states who are unwilling to open their economy. Yeah, that's right. Well, what, what else you got, no, Danny? You got another one for us? He was just touching on what I was talking about, right, Matt? Yeah, so uh, the other thing, of course, is the North Korean uh, Kim Jong-un has not... You haven't seen any missiles going up lately, have you? I haven't seen nothing. Up over Japan? Huh. I wonder yeah. why. Oh, wait. Obama. It's, Obama said he's doing it. Yeah. He's taking care of that. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, he's taking mm-hmm. credit for that. But he told President Trump that his worst fear was Kim Jong-un in North Korea. He told him that. Right? I remember him telling him that. Well, and and everybody thought we would be in World War Three or nuclear war with North Korea, and we are not. Well, I think this president listens to his people because he let's face facts. He's not a foreign policy guy. He's a businessman, but he has the mm-hmm. right people in there directing right. him and he's trusting them and he's making the right calls because the bottom line is the president who makes the final call. And he's doing That's a right. hell of a job with with foreign he with is. foreign uh, policy. Yeah, he sure is. He's doing a good job, and people just gotta realize it. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, all right. Well, here we go, folks. This is this. I I I really believe this is the only reason people tune in and listen to this. <laughs> Because they want to know what pisses Danny off. Now, Mitch and I, we know right. everything pisses Danny off. So, <laughs> okay. But, Danny, what I got a pisses question. you, you off this week? To a restaurant. You know, the wife's tired of cooking. She wants a night off. And you get, you know, you might get dressed up a little bit and head off to, you know, either a local restaurant or one of the chains out there. And you're sitting down and you're talking to the waitress. I, I like to flirt with the waitresses myself. And, you know, <laughs> you, you you order from the menu. You know, you spend good money. And then you wait. You're having lovely conversation with your partner. And all of a sudden, the food comes back. Yeah, I'm hungry. I'm ready to eat. You dig into it, and it's cold. Cold. Mm. I hate cold food. It pisses me <laughs> off. I can't stand it. I don't want it. Don't serve me cold food because it's going to go back. And I don't care if you spit in it. It's going back because I hate cold food. You got to feel for me, guys. I don't go to the restaurant to eat cold food. My wife is a great cook. She makes me a hot dinner, and I love it. 
So I tell her, I'm not going to the restaurant some more. She says, but I need a break. And we go to the restaurant, and every time, cold food. Well, that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's yeah. it. You've heard what pisses Danny off. Well, I got I gotta just ask Danny one thing on that getting <laughs> pissed off. He said he talked he flirts with the waitresses. Mm. So have you ever had your meal spilled <laughs> in your lap before while you were with so the waitresses? Funny that time. I, I know Bill. He would have gone <laughs> off on anyone for the little littlest thing back in his younger days. And I tell you what, that waitress could do no wrong. What do you think, Bill? <laughs> Oh, well, man. So, what do you got, Danny? What's another good thing you think President Donald J. Trump has done? Um, But his support, his support for the unborn is perhaps one of my most important issues. When I am picking a candidate and his support for the unborn, him placing Amy Coney Barrett there, who also supports the unborn, is huge in my opinion. It's huge for me. It's huge for the country. It's huge because God would expect it. And it's huge for the unborn. Yeah, they got rights. They, they got rights as, right as, much as, as anybody else. They do. That's right. Well, I've got one, boys, and this you know, I I think of our veterans out there, your fathers, both of your, you know, your you guys' father served. It's when President Trump defeating ISIS and taking out Abdul Bagar al Baghdadi. Is that name right? Took that, him out. That's a name. Took from him down out. Neil's trail, I think. <laughs> Took him out, okay? These these terrorists. Yes. You know, yeah. they want to kill our soldiers. They want to kill Americans. They want to terrorize. They want to come to this country and do this ISIS crap. Too, well, yeah. you know, taking out El Baghdadi. Oh, yeah. You know, Good enough. Zero tolerance. It's been quiet these, around the world. Ever since. The only thing. Ever we, since. We don't sure have has. So we don't have any uh, domestic, not domestic, but the terrorists from outside the country, but we now have domestic terrorists and all the rioting. Well, I, w- I want to give you guys a history lesson, okay? So bear with me. Muammar Gaddafi, Libya, run his mouth steady. Run his mouth steady. Yeah, I remember that. What did, what did a great President Ronald Reagan do? Drop one of those missiles right down in his chimney of his palace, blew up the palace, killed his kid, that shot his mouth up, yes, and Libya was no more, okay? Right. They didn't, they, that stopped it. Now, let's fast forward to the Bill Clinton administration. The USS Cole gets bombed. Yep. They have information to take out bin Laden, yep. and Clinton... I don't know. 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 You know, didn't do it. So again, you got a president in there that took out a major terrorist. No questions asked. And look how quiet it's become. And that terrorist that you're talking about took out a lot of Americans by Mm -hmm. some of his bombs that he produced and helped support their troops with. So, yeah, 
he was a big but one. you know obama's gonna take house. credit for that that's right he takes credit yeah. for that yeah what yeah. about bill what about going back a little bit well, further in the reagan administration and let's talk about the hostage situation in iran well, that's right. The prisoners were, you know, under Carter, and just as soon as Reagan took exactly. office, oh, they were, they were released. They're afraid of Trump. They're afraid of guys that say what they're going to do, and they do it. So I got one more that I, you know, I thought was kind of interesting. You know, President Trump, under his administration, started this, you know, the wheels in motion for That's this space. Force. Yeah, gonna, that was another It's going yeah. to have an expensive <laughs> ticket on it. That, Hopefully we can get some private donors. Yeah. It's, yeah, but it's, that's we got to have that. That's that's a must because this is going to be the sixth branch of the bombs. Well, wasn't that what that's Reagan huge. started back years and years yeah. ago? What was the name yes, of his did. program? I, yes, he I did. I can't think yeah. of it. Do you remember his yeah. program, Mitch? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what the heck did he call it? Uh, Star? Star Wars or Star Number something. About. Star. He, he started Star it, something. and then it got lost, you know, amongst yeah. the Bushes and the Clintons and the Obamas. Yeah, right. Right. Well, Donald Trump's got it because it's going to be the sixth branch of the U.S. Armed Forces, that's right. and that's right. Going to be tasked. He don't mess around when he when he does something. So, he does it. Uh, let's let's bounce off a little bit from this subject. Number one, I want to talk about the Rhino from Maine. And number two, how you guys are feeling about the polls? Because I'm feeling really good about what I'm hearing. Well, the rhino from Maine, this is the way I look at it at this point in time. If we don't vote for her, a Democrat. Susan Collins, get it. the rhino. Yes, Susan Collins is the rhino that you're talking about. But as it turned out, we didn't need her vote. For the justice anyway so that's that worked out good that way but i haven't forgotten it and i'm hoping that this is her last term i hope she retires after this and if she don't someone's got to go up against her as a republican and beat her but and it's that simple yeah i'll agree with you there Matt. she uh she's I don't know if it was another. Yeah, she's she's turned into something else. But this time around, we got no choice. We got to vote for her. I mean, if the Republicans had, say, a 10 to 12 person majority in the Senate, I'd say, screw it. Don't vote for her at all. And if Gideon gets in, Gideon gets in. But, you know, you got to you got to vote for her. But like you said, maybe next time around, she'll retire or somebody will step yeah. up as a good Republican okay, so and challenge her for that seat. Polls? I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling it. I think we might. I'm, I'm going back, Bill. I know I was backing off it, but I'm going back to that landslide. Well, I'm not. Polls. That I remember a guy that once said, figures lie and lie is figure. And I kind of tie that with polls. Who do you believe? Do you want to believe this person's poll, that person's poll? I'll tell you this. Come midnight on Tuesday, 1 o'clock Wednesday morning, 
we should know for sure, well, no I'm matter what the poll says. Wave across the board, and we might see a new Speaker of the House. Mitch, what do you think? Well, I did a little little uh, test the other day. I was driving along the road. I, I do a lot of service calls. So I travel across the state of Maine, and I decided to count all conservative signs as a Trump supporter because a lot of people don't put Trump signs out on their lawn for fear of backlash. So I did that, and I counted 57 Trump supporters to 22 Biden supporters. So I'm thinking Maine is going to be. I don't know about all, if, if all of Maine, but I definitely think District 2. Oh, I think all of Maine is going to be, Danny, because you've got your southern state is 50 50, and the rest are going still to be got all Portland, red. Still got Lewis, so they're going to, still got Auburn. They're going to put us over. Still they're got Augusta. You know, Bangor, and you know, the northern tier is all red. They're Trump supporters. And I think all the rural areas are going to be Trump supporters as well as just, you know, Republican supporters all through and through because they've had it with these Democrats. Look at what they have done to us. To Look at what they've done to, to Trump. Look at what they've done to the economy. Look at what they have done to everything. They haven't They're even handled the everything. riots in the cities. They're despicable. Now. No, no, they haven't handled the riots. I tell you what, that's one issue that Biden and Kamala, the Ugandan headhunter, they, uh, they, want, they, 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 they don't even want to talk nope. about it. And I don't care. Look it up. Look they won't. it They won't up. look it up, Billy. I want anybody, I challenge anybody to look it up. Every stinking city that had major riots, the, the governors are Democrats. Democrats. And I got that I'm, is the stinking I truth. Got one more thing to say to everyone out there before they vote: I want you to watch Mike. Levin. I like him. He's I, a great I mean, guy. I'm sorry, uh, his his life, Liberty and Levin, on October thirty first on Fox News. You, if I don't care whether you're a Democrat, you're a liberal, you're an independent or a Republican, a communist. this man has spoke the truth on that particular series. And let me tell you, you can research each and every one of those facts that he put on there, and you can find out whether they're true or not. So go in and do it. It's your duty to your grandchildren. Well, I want you guys to know, before I go down Neil's trail, I want everyone to know that the legend, Bond, James Bond, won't be down for breakfast. Sean Connery passed away yesterday. Now, now do do we say Sean Connery passed away because of COVID and 2020 and all that crap? I can guarantee you he was counted as one. Or do we say Sean Connery was 97 years old and he had cancer? So is this Neil's trail that you're going down? (laughs) And that... Well, that's kind of, you know, after I grab my bottle of water, you know, I got my my little water bottle, and I didn't find no bug dope, but I went down... As I went down Neil's trail... And got turned around, I realized that, you know, these numbers, somebody dies, 
did they die? Did they really die of COVID? Because, you know, COVID, you know, affects the respiratory and all that stuff. I get it. There's, there's consequences. But if you're already in the hospital for a precondition and there's an outbreak, why is it COVID that killed you? It could have been you. your breathing was already gone. Uh, you had a heart attack a day before you caught COVID and then you died. COVID killed you? I don't, you know. They fudged the numbers, fudged the numbers, fudged the numbers. And that's the truth. Yeah, so uh, my sister Deidre, uh, she was on Facebook today and she posted something that she was trying to find other cases of just the regular flu and it can't be found nowhere. So, how many people usually die from just the flu a year? Thousands. Yeah, it's hundreds of thousands. It's, yeah, it's, hundreds, the same, you know. it's the same, almost the same number as what died with the COVID, I put in quotation marks, um, because I think at least half of those were actually well, regular. Well, I'm going to tell you something COVID. about. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, about my President opinion, President I welcome COVID. yours. I don't think any other man or woman could have responded any better than this man did. I think he did a great job. I think you were going to lose 200,000 people no matter who was in office, maybe even more. And I think oh, more. that is another great yeah. thing that he has done for this country. He has got therapeutics out there. They got a vaccine fast, fast line. We're gonna be we're gonna be in great shape here, in, by the first middle of next year. When he was when he asked his cabinet, should he stop travel between China and America? They all told him, "No, you better not. That's you're gonna get in trouble if you do that." But he did it anyway because he yes he did right yes he did do. and. And he and I to this day. So, I really so Bill, it's, it's been thirty minutes. Guys, I hate to cut you. I hate to cut you off, but we're at the thirty-minute mark, and we've pretty so much Bill. hashed that over. I think we all gave good points on Donald J. Trump's term, first exactly. term I think as it's a president great of the United States. I had more, but, and, and but Bill, before I ask you what we're going to talk about next week. I want to urge everybody, everybody to get out and vote. I hope you all vote red because that is the way to go. But get out and vote. It's one of your only rights you have left. So, Bill, what are we going to be talking about next week? Well, next week is going to be special. We're going to have a victory party next week. <laughs> We're going to celebrate the victory of Donald oh, J. Yeah. Trump. And and if by chance some hell has frozen over yeah. and Joe Biden wins, we will have a, oh, no, pity, patty, party, party. <laughs> But guess what? If we if Joe Biden does win, and next week we're boo hooing, boo hooing, I we bet will. the three of us will go to work either. Monday. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I will. Just one. No, I'm not leaving but my beautiful country. We are gonna party. 
And We're going to party remember, like it's no 1999 next week. I, gu- I guarantee you sure. I won't be out rioting, <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys, it's good talking to this you. I hope Danny everybody enjoys this. Trump. This is Bill from Maine. This is Mitt from Maine. And we want to thank you all for listening to the Fearless 